Welcome to the podcast of the fabulous Las Vegas Rotary Club. My name is Michael Gordon, and I'm proud to serve as the 95th president of the greatest Rotary Club in the world. Our club serves our local and international community through a variety of projects, but our main focus is on youth literacy. If you're ever in town for either business or pleasure, we invite you to join us at one of our weekly lunches. More information about meeting time and location can be found at lasvegasrotary.com. Now, sit back and enjoy this week's speaker. Welcome, welcome to the fabulous Las Vegas Rotary Club. Our club, continues, our club continues to make a difference by teaching youth to succeed through literacy, education, and life skills development. My name is Michael Gordon, and I'm proud to serve as the 95th president of the greatest Rotary Club in the world. All the past presidents are on duty tonight, so to open our meeting, I would like to call to the front past president, Ned Phillips. Happy 95th birthday. I, I looked up on Google what was the stone for 95th birthday, and it's diamonds. So I don't know whether we're all getting diamonds later on or not. But anyway, I appreciate the opportunity to, to give the invitation. And I ask that uh, you join me in, in bowing your heads in fervent prayer. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we know that Rotary was founded on the principles of fellowship and service. And we are so eternally grateful today for the Las Vegas Rotary Club founded on these same principles in 1923. Yes just 95 years ago. We celebrate the heart of Rotary that fills this room tonight. Bless each one of us that we may have health, strength, and means to always remember thee and to continue in fellowship and service toward each one of us and our neighbors, our community, and our world. Lastly, Heavenly Father, bless this food to our youth and us to thy loving service is our prayer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Ned. And then, as is custom in our club, I have to apologize right now because unfortunately I have to give the microphone to past President Russ Swain so, to lead us in song. So, apology, you have it. Okay. 
fellow, fellow Rotarians and guests, uh, it's my honor to lead the song tonight. So therefore, he's, he really only has given me the microphone for a very small point. Um, but we're going to sing America the Beautiful. Ready? Oh, That wasn't too bad. Thanks, Russ. And now to lead our pledge, I would like to call to the front um, past president, Steve Linder. Thank you, President Michael. I won't be as verbose as past president Russell, so let's join me in the Pledge of Allegiance, please. I pledge allegiance. Thank you. You may be seated. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Rotary International Director John Matthews, Mr. Governor Regatta Corey, Mr. Governor-elect John Chase and his wife Elizabeth, past Mr. Governor Rampur Viswanath and his wife Treya, members of the Tiberti family, Mario and Verity, Laura, Ronaldo and Deborah, Andrew and Paul, past presidents of the Las Vegas Rotary Club, distinguished guests, fellow Rotarians and friends, welcome. It is a pleasure and incredible honor to celebrate with all of you this evening. Our club is 95 years old today. Today is our birthday. In a town where almost nothing is that old, we blow it up before it reaches that number. This is an indeed a unique achievement. I would like to begin by thanking the organizing committee, Anil Melnick, Janice Lenke, and of course, Sean Norda, who tirelessly worked over the past couple of days. I would also like to extend our club's gratitude to our sponsors for the evening and to our program participants for their gift of their time and for their love of Rotary and to our club. Let's give them all our hand of applause. From its first beginning at the chocolate shop on Fremont Street, to the first long-distance telephone call when Rotarian Ed Clark called the mayor of Reno during a weekly Thursday lunch meeting, our club continues to be at the forefront 
of making and meeting the service needs of the valley. For instance, during just the past 18 months, our club has improved reading scores at Beckley Elementary, collected over 200,000 cans of food for the Salvation Army, bought winter clothing for 364 children, built three houses in Mexico, distributed 12 wheelchairs to the Easter Seals, paid for three funerals after the one October shooting, sent $10,000 to Bangladesh for dialys dialysis machines at a local hospital, sent a check for $3,446 to the Rotary Club of Houston to help with relief efforts after Hurricane Harvey. We recognized 25 airmen from Nellis Air Force Base for our Wetzel Awards, and we sent 56 local high school kids to various teen leadership camps. And these are just some of the latest highlights. To take us on a tour down memory lane, I would like to introduce Dr. Peter Michel, who is the Director of Special Collections at UNLV Libraries and now the Curator of Collections. And with a generous donation by longtime Rotarian and past president of this club, Dr. Harold Boyer, and with support of our foundation, the oral UNLV Oral History Research Center was established which is one of the most respected oral research programs in the country. Please help me welcome to the front, Dr. Peter Michel. Thank you, Michael. It's always a pleasure to be asked to speak to the Rotary, which I have on a number of occasions. My last time I spoke to you was five years ago at your 90th birthday. It looks like it may be a five-year gig for me. <laughs> Uh, what I wanted to do, uh, Michael asked me uh, to do what I did for the 90th birthday, and for the life of me, I couldn't remember what that was. Uh, I definitely tried to find my script, and I didn't find one, uh, but I did put together a slideshow, and if you, some of you may remember, uh, we handed them out as flash drives, and it's basically just running through a history of Las Vegas with uh, the history of Rotary entwined, because obviously the history of Las Vegas has been very much entwined with the history of Rotary and vice versa. So I am just going to hopefully quickly run through the history of Las Vegas, and I want to do that as quickly as I can because I understand I'm standing between you and your dinner. Okay, I updated this with your website. I just want to say you guys have a great website. Okay, the year is 1905. Paul Harris forms the first Rotary Club in Chicago. This is not Chicago. <coughs> and that is not Paul Harris. That is Charles Whittemore, the attorney for the railroad. And they, this is the auction of the original town lot. Here we have many gentlemen hanging around downtown Las Vegas in 1905. Uh, we think they may have been waiting for the opening of the bank. It's nice to know that there was a bakery in downtown. And here are more gentlemen hanging around another bank, this one in the other side of the tracks in the old McWilliams town site, uh, which is now the historic west side. Uh, this town site was actually established before the railroad. Uh, but because the railroad had the water, and in fact the railroad, uh, this town site sort of died, and all these gentlemen who were left on the wrong side of the tracks had to pick up and move on the other side. What is interesting, we always think that every other establishment early Las Vegas was a saloon. That's not correct. Every other establishment in Las Vegas was a bank. 
um, and most of which failed within a year. This is famous, Block 16 in the Arizona Club. And this is titled The First Christmas in Las Vegas. This is the home of Pop Squires on Fremont Street. Uh, Charles Squires was the editor of the Las Vegas Age for many years until 1947. Also a long-term member of the Rotary Club. And the gentleman sitting closest to you is Walter Bracken, one of your charter members. Here is the depot and the area surrounding the depot. This is about 1911. These are the original architectural drawings for the depot. As you know, at the Springs Reserve, they reconstructed the depot on a somewhat smaller scale. The reason they were able to do that is because UNLV has the original architectural drawings for the depot. Uh, another view of the town. If you see in the middle distance, there is a series of cottages. The famous railroad cottages, I bring this up now because the railroad cottages are your were your centennial project. The railroad between 1907 and 1915 built about 64 cottages. Got to hold it closer. Thank you, Michael. Built about 64 cottages. By 2004, the centennial, there were only four of them left. This is the original layout of the cottages and the cost and expenses for building one. If you're curious how much it costs to build the original cottage, it was about $1,500. This is the cottage that you adopted, number 609. Uh, you um, paid the money, it was donated to you, uh, and you paid the money to have it moved to the Springs Reserve, which took a couple of years. Here's the picture of a restored cottage. I'm not sure this is your cottage, but this is the one I could find a picture of, uh, which would look like your cottage. Okay, 1923, February 1923 is when your club was founded. Your charter was established in April. These are the charter members. Many of these figures you will see throughout the years, and I will point them out to you. First one I want to point out is Walter Bracken. Um, he was the first postmaster in, in Las Vegas. Um, also, he was the man who represented the Union Pacific Railroad, and perhaps more importantly, the Las Vegas Land and Water Company. Not only did they run the railroad, they owned all the water. Made Walter Bracken a very important person. And he didn't retire until 1947, and he died in 1950, and was a member of Rodeo, uh, Rodeo, sorry, <laughs> Rodeo, well, that might be appropriate, um, until his death. Uh, this is just a scene on Fremont Street where your chocolate store was, where your first meeting was. Uh, Bill Farron was one of your first um, presidents. He was also the third mayor of Las Vegas from 1920 to 1922. It was not a happy time in Las Vegas because there was a major railroad strike. Uh, the town was very sympathetic to the strikers um, and the railroad was not. Here's a picture of the depot in 1924. This is where you moved your headquarters to. It was the beanery. This is where you met in 1924. Here's a shot of Fremont Street. Uh, looking down at the station, on the far left you will see William Beckley's store. William Beckley was one of your charter members and we will see pictures of him. If you turn around, looking towards the east down Fremont Street, you'll see White Cross Pharmacy. White Cross Pharmacy was owned by William Farron, who is another of your charter members who you will also see repeatedly. This is 1928 and Rotary Club returning 
from its district meeting in California. That's Cy Wengert uh, in the hat with his wife. 1920s, gotta love the clothes. Another picture of them. The ladies holding their trophy. Here they are with the trophy while all the men are lighting up cigarettes. It was, <laughs> it was a long train ride. Uh, anyway, and here you are in 2014. This is what you district winners now look like, a little less formal. Okay, this was a meeting you attended in Ely. Uh, sometime, I'm not exactly sure. And the gentleman in the front towards the left is uh, the Governor Vale Pittman, which is why we have the picture. Uh, these are advertisements from the Las Vegas newspapers in 1931, uh, which I find interesting. Brain, brawn, faith are building our magic city. Um, here's another one. Our destination, 1931 Prosperity Boulevard. 1931, we are in the depth of the Great Depression. But this is Las Vegas, and we are always optimistic. Uh, one of the rings, uh, reasons I show this, this is an advertisement from Beckley Store. As I talked about, William Beckley was one of your charter members. Uh, here he is. Just a little background story on William Beckley, uh, which is sort of a, a fun side sidebar here. This is his story. started in Good Springs. Actually, he started in California, moved to Good Springs in about 1907, uh, along with his friend George Fail, Leonard Fail's father, who was also from Good Springs. Uh, they expanded their store in Good Springs. And here they are with the family, Beckley and Beckley. Here's the inside of the store. This is the new store they built in Las Vegas in about 1927. And this is the store you saw in that earlier picture. And this is the inside of Beckley's store. It was probably the most fashionable department store downtown. Great shoes, two-tone shoes. Okay, here you are uh, celebrating 100% attendance at one of your district meetings. I don't know why some of them are wearing fezzes. I don't know if they were Shriners. Maybe you know the answer to that one. 1938, Hel Dorado Parade. And this is the Rotary Club dressed up for Hel Dorado, which was a, still is actually the great sort of Western rodeo show. Uh, this is after your luncheon and you were all dressed out. Here you are again. I was trying to look for sort of a, a, a modern equivalent to the Helderado and Rodeo and the Rotary dressed up, and the closest thing I could get was this. <laughs> <laughs> and this is your, of course, your Halloween party. Uh, here you are off on the road again. You seem to have spent most of your time traveling, which is okay. 1939, brand new railroad station, very nice Art Deco, nice Art Deco train. Uh, important to the Rotary because in order to build that train station, they tore down the old one, which meant they told, tore down the, the beanery, which is where you guys met. So you had to find a new place to meet. So you met in the Apache Hotel, the Apache Hotel there on the right. Uh, this is um, Casino Center Drive here, the Golden Nugget. Golden Nugget is still there. Uh, Apache Hotel is not. 1940, this is your Christmas party. Wow, are you guys having fun? <laughs> and I decided, well, what does a Rotary Christmas party look like now? Wow. Wow, you are so much more fun now. <laughs> Very interesting. Okay, and past president, yay. I was given a lot of pictures by you guys, and 
These, this same picture seems to be every year. <laughs> and they're always drinking. That's okay. 1941, you move from the Apache Hotel to the brand new El Rancho. El Rancho was the first resort on the Strip. Um, and here you are after your district meeting in 1941. You still have many of your charter members are still there. And here are more of them, still with your trophy out in front there. And here are some of your charter members. Um, Jim Cashman, Cy Wenger, Walter Bracken, Bill Farron, uh, Al Lawson, and um, O.K. Alcott. This is a picnic in 1941 at Frank Woods Ranch. Okay, where was Frank Woods Ranch? It was at the corner of Maryland and Flamingo. <coughs> and so, where do you have to go now to find the great outdoors? Well, you go to Mount Charleston. <laughs> and I guess you smoke cigars. 1942, the... Um, Army Gunnery Range, Old Western Airfield. Now we know it as Nellis Air Force Base. Uh, here's the Rotary Club with a B-24. Nellis is where many of the B-24 crews trained during the war. The Rotary and the Chamber of Commerce did regular luncheons for the airmen before they shipped out. Here is a meeting with the Rotary and all the other service clubs of Las Vegas. And here you are a little bit more recently you and the Thunderbirds, nice plane. Okay, 1944, you move to another new hotel. This is the last frontier. Here you are in 1946. 1947, Pioneer's Breakfast. Gentleman in the front row holding the hat on his knee is Pop Squire, still very active, 47 was sort of the end of an era for Pop Squires. It was the year he stopped publishing the Las Vegas Age, what was the oldest paper in Las Vegas, published since 1905. 1949, this is at McCarran Airport, um, on your way to Reno to visit the Reno Rotary. That's Leonard Fail, who was the president, 1949-1950, in the middle. Here's another view of, of uh, McCarran Airport. Notice the nice mission-style uh, terminal for you airplane buffs. That's the iconic DC-3 on the right and the brand-new exciting DC-6 on the left. <laughs> this is Leonard Fail. The, one of the reasons I'm showing and highlighting Leonard Fail, who was president, as I said, uh, and longtime Rotarian. He was also a pack rat. He kept every single file, correspondence, directory, while he was a Rotarian. When he died, after his death, his wife, his wife, his daughter Jane donated all of Leonard Fale's papers to UNLV Special Collections, which is why we have all this Rotary stuff that you saw out on the table. That's all from Leonard Fale. This is 1950 at a Rotary meeting in Phoenix. Leonard Fale on the far right, uh, Max Kelch, uh, tall gentleman in the center with the tie. Gotta love these clothes, two-tone shoes, nice ties, trousers up to the armpits. <laughs> Here we have another meeting, Leonard uh, Fail and Pop Squire uh, on his right. 
This is your float at the Heldorado Parade in 1950. Bravo! Um, Wimpy's restaurant right behind it, Wendy, Wimpy's English Food, and the Palace Theater, uh, which is showing Woman of Distinction with Rosalind Russell. 1951, above-ground testing starts at the test site. Okay, because it's Las Vegas, we turned it into a tourist thing. <laughs> this is actually a postcard we produced. Uh, okay, Al Freeman of the Sands Hotel turns it into a promotional campaign using the Copa Girls to pose as Miss A-Bomb. Okay, this is 1955. This is not a Copa Girl. This is, in fact, Marguerite Piazza, who was a famous opera star at the day. I don't know why she's dressed up like this. Posing as Miss Q. Uh, Miss Q was the name that was given to one of the tests that co was constantly being scrubbed. Uh, and here she is posing with some airmen from Nellis. 2013. <laughs> Miss Piazza, still looking good, <laughs> posing with a couple of you guys. And this was at your 90th birthday, of course. Here you are again, proving that people have good time and laughs at Rotary meetings, except in this meeting. <laughs> this looks like a group of bankers telling you that your loan has not been approved. <laughs> your 50th anniversary at The Last Frontier, Again, still, you have a number of your charter members are still there. Bill, Bill Farron, there on the far right. And here is, here they are again, Jim Cashman, Bill Farron, Cy Wengert, and somebody else. <laughs> I'm not using my notes. I hope that you, you've noticed. Uh, here they are, Max Kelch in the back. Here is another photo op for you. Um, I think the photographer is Frank Matrani, who is a commercial photographer in town. Um, I think that because we have all of his negatives, and there's a ton of them from the Rotary, so I'm thinking he was your, uh, your photographer. Uh, this is Spencer Butterfield and Lorenz, Dr. Lorenz Phillips. 1957, you move into another new hotel, the Tropicana which is sitting on the surface of the moon. <laughs> this is, in fact, the corner of Tropicana and the Strip. We're looking southeast. Okay, we're going to skip ahead here. 1964, uh, Centennial of the State of Nevada. Rotary uh, makes a series of Centennial Medals to give away to outstanding UNLV students. 1964 was also the first commencement of UNLV, or still called Nevada Southern at the time. And this is, a this is just a page out of one of your directories showing uh, the officers. Leonard Hale again. 1967, James R. Dickinson Library. Uh, I show this because Rotary donated 1,000 books the then-fledgling UNLV library. This is uh, Director Hal Erickson, uh, Chancellor Moyer, and the president of Rotary, whose name I forget. Uh, skipping ahead, this is another Rotary event. I'm going to tell you who these guys are. Does anybody know who they are? 
Okay, the guy is here. Okay, Jim Gamet and Rob Moore. Stand up, Rob. Stand up. Stand up. Excellent, excellent. Good for you. I don't suppose Sal Wenger. No, never mind. Uh, okay, this is Jim Gamet and Rob Moore, incoming and outgoing presidents, present a check to Mary Edwards for the Albert Edwards Scholarship Fund at Boulder City High School. Uh, the reason I show this, the, uh, the occasion for this was Mrs. Edwards had donated to UNLV Special Collections, and this is a picture of old Special Collections uh, when they donated the family's library and manuscript collections. They were both local historians. Your 50th anniversary, and the program is out there on the table if you may have noticed it, it was at the Sahara Hotel. The uh, tower was new at that time. Um, and here is at your uh, anniversary. That is Florence and John Kalin on the right. You may know of them. John Kalin was a writer for the Review Journal. Uh, Florence Kalin, a local historian of some prominence, at that event she gave a history of Las Vegas in 1923. Here they are again. Okay, in like 1974, you moved to the Landmark Hotel. Wow, what an icon to failed dreams. 1977, David Wells giving awards to outstanding high school students. Yes, look at the leisure suit. Isn't that amazing? Uh, it, it's standing in front of your giant curtain. Uh, it's a good thing this picture was not in color. We'd all be blind. <laughs> Here we are with uh, Erwin Kishner, Walt Weiner, David Wells, and you fill in the blanks. Look at the sport coats. I mean, those are great. The sport coats and the ties. The 70s were so bad for men's fashion. John Kalin again and Colonel Hap. Here we are again. Yes, Angelo Manzi. Yes, thank you. Gosh, you know, know this more than I do. Uh, here we are, more of your Rotarian gentlemen. Yes, please, take those jackets off and, and burn them. 1980, uh, giving uh, the Centennial Award to one of the outstanding UNLV graduates. That is on the left, President Pat Goodall. And on your right is Bert Perdue, another long-standing uh, Rotarian. Uh, uh, Pat Goodall was also a long-standing Rotarian. He was not a long-standing president at UNLV. He was another UNLV president who didn't last long. Huh, okay. <laughs> okay, I need to pick up where, what year are we in here? Okay, you moved to the Holiday Inn. 83, you're in the holiday year. 86, you have the International Convention. This is the Convention Center. Uh, you had over 20,000 people here. Notice we still have the Saucer Dome. Okay, 1987, uh, the city publishes a master plan for the city of Las Vegas. Their master plan was that Las Vegas was to become a sta space station as they had proposed in 1984. 
Um, and not too far from what Las Vegas actually looks like, this is, in, this is city center, okay? City center. And thinking about, talking about the convention centers, I don't know if you've seen any of the new proposals for the new convention center that's going to arch over Paradise and go over to the old site of the Riviera Hotel. Uh, what has happened is all the architectural firms have formed teams and they're putting together proposals for a new convention center. Some of these are fairly interesting. I like that one. Okay, some of the ladies contributing to the polio. Katie Crockett, first woman president of the Rotary Club. Desert Inn, before Steve Wynn blew it up, is where you move to. Uh, you, one of your biggest programs is, of course, Santa Claus, which you've been running very successfully. I'm not gonna read the numbers of the number of children that you have benefited, like I believe over 4,000 since you've been doing this. Here's your check. And who, this is who it's all about, of course, the children. And sorry, I couldn't read it. Wow, here we are. This is Lowry's. <laughs> Yay! You adopted Walter Brack in school, of course, named after one of your charter members. Here they are building buildings out of their can, from their can drives. Walter Bracken, of course, with your support, becomes a STEAM Academy. And with your support, a National Blue Ribbon School, something you should be very proud of. For my friends, the DeBerties, 2005, J.H. Birdie wins a number of distinguished awards. Uh, just an aside about Mr. Tiberti, I met Mr. Tiberti at the house of Dr. Harold Boyer in like 1997 when we were discussing establishing the oral history program. Mr. Tiberti was one of the first people we interviewed. However, one of those evenings, he pulled me aside and said, you know, I have this warehouse and it is filled with old records. And that was many years ago, and as we speak, Paul and Ronaldo, UNLV is now taking the entire corporate archives of the Tiberti Construction Company since 1950. Thank you. Will Beckley, another school you have adopted. Um, okay. Beckley School. Superbuild in Takati, Mexico. I think you started doing this in 2012. Here you are, actually building a building. Okay, now we're up to 2013. This is your 90th birthday party. It was hosted at UNLV. Festooned with your banner, I still have it. I asked Michael if he wanted it back for tonight. He didn't. Boy, was that a pain in the neck to hang. Anyway. Here we are, everybody was having a really good time at this party. You had a number of distinguished speakers. Yes, I had to put in a picture of myself. And just to finish, I'm just gonna run through a number of the years since your 90th birthday in which your presidents are giving awards and recognizing people I know, I like, who are friends of mine, who are just interested. Juanita Fain, wonderful lady from UNLV, I've known since I've been there. She has survived a lot of different administrations. My friend and colleague, Michael Green from UNLV, historian par excellence, doesn't he have a lot to say? Louis Anderson, I don't know Louis, but I bet he was pretty funny. 
here we are. David is uh, presenting an award. Oscar Goodman, Mr. Mayor, is accepting an award on behalf of his martini. Okay, this one, Michael, is all about your shirt. And oh yeah, the other guy, another good friend and colleague, Tom Hall Patton, uh, Mr. Pawnshop, proving that you too can be a TV celebrity if you wear a long beard and a funny hat. I don't know what you were doing here. This is some sort of Scottish ritual. I won't ask, Michael. But you look pretty good. Okay, here is your 25 Club Valentine's party, just to show that not all Rotarians are old farts. Okay, I'm just going to wind this up, showing vision, uh, some scenes from Las Vegas taken by our own photographer, Aaron Mays, uh, and part of an exhibit that is now on uh, display in our library called Built Las Vegas, and is basically documenting what is happening in Las Vegas right now. Some of these were taken from a helicopter. I was in that helicopter. I was in the front seat. Aaron was literally hanging out the side. That's a scale. If you've ever been up there, it's pretty amazing. If we could afford to build a house up there. Yay, Raiders. <laughs> that is where the, where the stadium will be. And Aaron chases rainbows as well as lightning strikes. And that's the end of my show, 95 years, Las Vegas and Rotary. Congratulations, and I look forward to seeing your centennial. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dr. Michelle. Um, thank you for that wonderful presentation of our club's history. Before dinner is served, will you please stand with me and drink a toast in honor of our club? Could you please charge your glasses? Here's to many, many more years of service. Our best days are still ahead. Let us keep reaching, let us keep seeking, and let us keep working together for the betterment of Las Vegas and the world. To the Las Vegas Rotary Club. Enjoy your dinner. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. Now for the formal part of the evening, I would like to introduce past president Katie Crockett, who was the first female to serve as president of our club in 1995, 1996. 
and she served as president when Ken Miller served as district governor of our district, and Ken's wife, Betty, is here tonight. Betty, where are you? During Katie's tenure, our club membership increased to 175. During her time, the annual auction raised $19,000 for Child Haven, and our club sponsored a Mr. Walter and Donoff to be ambassadorial scholar to Oxford University. Please help me in welcoming Katie Crockett. Thank you. It's my great honor tonight to introduce Carolyn Goodman. When I was, uh, Michael asked me to do a personal introduction and I was looking at it this morning. Carolyn became mayor in 2011. She succeeded her husband, Oscar, who became mayor in 2003. And I thought about Las Vegas in 2003 and what it's like today. There was no Smith Center, there was no Ruvo Center. People laughed when they talked about professional sports being in Las Vegas. It's made such a difference in our community. And I can't think of anybody better to talk about our mission teaching youth to succeed through literacy, education, and life skills development. The Goodmans moved to Las Vegas in 1964. Carolyn earned a master's degree in counseling at UNLV in 1973. She worked hard to ensure the education of her four children. In 1984, Carolyn founded the Meadows School a traditional K through 12 college preparatory school. From the beginning, the mission was to make that education available based on ability, not necessarily on the ability to afford it. As the founding director of the school, Carolyn was deeply involved ensuring the success of her students, personally counseling them with their career and college choices. Carolyn has definitely been the wind beneath many wings. Please help me welcome Carolyn Goodman. I've been known for the loudest voice in the entire state, and so if you can't hear me in the back, I'm gonna close the room off. <laughs> but anyway, it's an honor for me to be here tonight on this very special occasion, knowing you're trying to finalize a $2 million campaign here. And I don't know if your CFO is here, but how short are you from reaching your goal, Michael, before you pass on the baton? $25,000. Well, Oscar and I grew up in the heart of Manhattan where it didn't make a darn bit of difference if you were a grain of sand or anything. And as newlyweds, and my parents hated him, 
because he was bringing me to a godforsaken Sin City of Las Vegas, Nevada in 1964, as Katie said. And it has been the best life that anybody could have had. We have just loved this community. It was a very different day in 1964. But I am going to stand here right now and make a challenge to every one of you. I want to raise that 25000 this moment. I, Oscar and I are pledging at this moment, if I can get 10 hands, $2,500. So can we get 10 hands committing to $2,500, please? And I don't know who's looking. If you don't do this, you are the community in which we live. Your rotary in this celebration tonight, it has been so critical all these years to the very heartbeat. Thank God I'm not 95 years old yet. But I can assure you, there is no better place in the entire country to live than in Las Vegas, Nevada. And I wasn't asked to make any commitment or pledge anything. Oscar is always after me, what are you spending that money on? <laughs> so it's very simple. And it doesn't have to be $2,500 by a check. You can take 24 months of paying off the $2,500. Could I see nine hands go up, please? I see one back there. I see another over there. I see more back there. Would you, God bless you, because... No, no, no. No, we can do it and reach tonight this $2 million mark. Do you realize how significant, because none of you is 95 in this room, how significant Rotary has been all these years. I am going to call in the mafia and take out any of you who are just talking. Because you don't realize how influential this Rotary has been in all that it's done for young people in this community over the years, helping the Salvation Army, helping food drives, and passionate for me, the mayor's second soccer cup, where so many of you have helped to support. I learned a long time ago, the louder you speak, the louder everybody else speaks. This is about what you do. This is about how significant you are to the lifeblood of the future of this community in your donations, in your help and entertaining and taking care of these young people who aspire from around the world and in particular from Germany. So many of you have been so gracious to house families for this second soccer Mayor's Cup in February, where we have coaches coming in from around the world to look at our players, those who come to the Mayor's Cup. 
and you drive them, and you feed them, and you house them. And we are so grateful for that. But your organization is so much bigger, and you're probably the oldest organization in Southern Nevada that holds such pride. And I am so grateful and so honored to be here tonight because there's nothing more important to me beyond my own family than the family of Las Vegas who cares and works together. We have a lot of problems here in Nevada. And for those of you who continue to talk, I am going to tell you, you don't understand our problems. And you can't be talking about them. It's safety. We went through that horrific episode on October 1, six months ago. And to live through that and to be in the hospital and to be in our trauma unit one and watch those bodies coming in filled with gunshot. And to know the heartbeat of this community as it reached out to do something for a mentally challenged, sick, demented human being that took out 58 lives and wounded 500 others. This is a problem of the world today. And for those of us who are older, we didn't have those problems. Because today, everybody has a voice. Everybody wants to be heard. But we need to protect Nevada. And your Rotary is doing that. And that's why Nevada and Las Vegas is so phenomenal. Because we love Las Vegas. And we love our family that lives here. And whether they're homeless people or mentally ill, or challenged in some other sort. It is so critical what you're doing. And I only came here tonight. I started so early this morning. And among my first meetings, I left to go to a funeral. For those of you who have lived here a long time, David Hum, probably the premier prep school quarterback that ever came through Nevada, was buried today after fighting for 33 years with MS. And we're working on MS right here through the Cleveland Clinic Lou Ruvo Institute for Brain Health. From there, I went over to a retirement of a long-serving fire chief. And you know what fire and rescue is to all of us who may have a heart attack or have a problem. Our fire and rescue is right there for you all the time, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And from there, I went to a meeting with all the downtown representatives of the Business Alliance to talk about the problem of the alcohol, drug-abusing, homeless people, and the veterans, and those who were closed out from our foreclosure. And it went on through the day, issue after issue. And all the time as a mayor, and my husband for 12 years before me, is always looking for someone to come in and say, what can I do to help? Rather than saying, I need, I want, you owe me, I have to have. And I came here only tonight to thank you, Rotary, every single one of you, for everything that you have done to be that helping hand for us. And so enough listening to me, and I appreciate you are listening. Michael, you're stuck with me. I've got a proclamation. 
We have so many grand friends, and Katie, for heaven's sake, she and I have known each other. I won't age her because I can age myself. And Carolyn Sparks there and her beautiful husband over those many years. And thank you. I'm so glad you're on the road to recovery. You look beautiful and young. And my dear friend, Gail Anderson, and so many of you that I know and recognize from over the years. This proclamation doesn't just come from me, it, even though it says proclamation from the mayor. It really is for every human being that has been a beneficiary of this fabulous Rotary organization over 95 years, and you're not even 45. Gosh. <laughs> okay. Whereas Rotary International is a global network of volunteers, who believe that a shared responsibility to taking action on the world's most persistent and pressing issues. And whereas the Las Vegas Rotary Club was formed on February yuck, 23rd, I was not alive, 1923, and chartered on April 5th, 1923, with the founders originally meeting in the chocolate shop, I was not alive, at 2000 and Free Fremont, which is now part of the Golden Nugget, I hope you come down there, great hotel, in fabulous downtown, and whereas there are innumerable worthwhile causes championed by kindness, hard work, dedication, generosity of Rotarians, but for obvious reasons, I am extremely partial to the support given to the teams participating in the Mayor's Soccer Cup Tournament each year in Las Vegas, I, the mayor of the city of Las Vegas, County Clark, State of Nevada, hereby proudly proclaim April 5th, 2018 is Las Vegas Rotary Club Day in the city of Las Vegas, urging all residents and visitors to join me in recognizing this amazing service organization on the occasion of its 95th anniversary. Our entire community is thankful and extend sincerest gratitude to all Rotarians, past and present, who have worked so diligently to improve the lot of others, both locally in Las Vegas and throughout the entire world. Best wishes are extended for continued success and gratitude and service to those in need, to each one of you, each one of you who is here and those who are part of the world organization. And I've signed it and affixed the seal. And Michael, you lucky guy, you get to take You all are the very best. There is no better group than you. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you. Wow. I'm just going to leave that up there, so if anybody wants to take a picture, <laughs> it's going to be... It's going to be right there. So now we're going to move on um, to our next presenter. And I would like to introduce, as you know, each club belongs to a district. And our district is District 5300. 
And I would like to introduce this year's governor, who is probably the prettiest governor in the Rotary world, Regatta Corey, to introduce our speaker. Please help me welcome Regatta Corey. Good evening, my fellow Rotarians and esteemed guests. Tonight is indeed a very special event for the Rotary Club of Las Vegas that is held in recognition of 95 years of service above self. 95 years is a very long time. In today's unsettled and stressed out world, Celebrating a 95th birthday or a 95th anniversary is a huge accomplishment. Did you know that 95 years is equivalent to 832,200 hours? That's not including all of your individual members with 10 years of service or more, because if we were to calculate that, we would be exceeding 15 million hours of service above self. Through the hours of service and your thoughtful contributions to the Rotary Foundation, you have made an, a, a significant difference in someone's life that you may never meet. How does this happen? It happens when a club such as yours has history and tradition while accepting the new, has pride in the achievements in making a difference to those you serve one being at a time, has respect to not only the other accomplishments, but admirations for those who are not able to but try has skills and organization and efficiency that is required to maintain the quality of your public image. You have proven this on numerous occasions, and the one that comes to mind is when you pulled together during the Vegas shooting. It happens when such a club as yours has fellowship with the perfect mix of strength and friendliness that creates a friendship where your hearts beat in sync with the needs of the community. With the combination of the aforementioned, along with strength and compassion, may you continue to provide service above self for many decades to come. Let us not forget why we are here to celebrate tonight. And during this celebration, there is somewhere in the world, there is a child that is hungry. Somewhere in the world, there is a child that is thirsty. Somewhere in the world, there is a child that is illiterate. And of course, somewhere in the world, there is a child that is smiling because of the services that you have provided and will continue to do so. I am honored to be here with you tonight in celebration of what defines us as true Rotarians. Thank you, and God bless.
And now it is truly my honor to introduce to you someone that I'm proud to call my boss. John Matthews has been a Rotarian since 1988 and is currently a member of the Rotary Club of Mercer Island, Washington. He has served as district governor for the District 5030 in 2010 and 11 and has been selected to serve as the Rotary International Director for Zones 25-26 for the years 2017 through 2019. In addition to his work with, the Rota with Rotary, John has completed two successful careers, the first with the U.S. Navy for 20 years, retiring as a commander in the Supply Corps, the second where he recently completed 25 years as a senior vice president with Costco Wholesale. Costco is a $110 billion company with 180,000 employees worldwide. While with Costco, John has responsibilities for the human resources and risk management functions. While living in Seattle, John has been active in both corporate and community boards, including the Seattle Chamber of Commerce, the Advisory Board for the University of Washington, Mercer Island Presbyterian Church, Rotary's First Harvest, and Northwest Reinsurance. John and his wife, Mary Ellen, who is also a Rotarian, have been active supporters of the Rotary Foundation. They have traveled internationally in support of foundation grants and polio immunization. They believe that some of the greatest gifts that Rotary brings to the world are our peace programs and the scholars and graduates from them. In support of those efforts, John and Mary Ellen have established the John and Mary Ellen Matthews Endowed Rotary Peace Fellowship. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome RI Director John Matthews. Thanks, Regatta. Thanks, everyone. I'm making a note to myself never to follow a passionate mayor. <laughs> but I sense that it really was heartfelt, and it, it speaks so well to all of the wonderful things that are ongoing here in this community. Happy anniversary. President Michael, thanks for including me in this event. Michael reached out to me early and often uh, and, and made sure this was on my calendar uh, to do it, and I am so glad I had a chance to swing by and, and be a part of this. This is, this is a fun event. Uh, one of the best parts of my job as a director is to get uh, around the Rotary world and to see Rotary clubs and Rotarians in action and, and to see the wonderful work that is being done, and that's no different today. I had a wonderful day with the people of Las Vegas. I, had, I started early with uh, Governor-elect John uh, out at Boulder City Sunrise, uh, and 
we started the day there and then uh, we went on and had uh, a terrific lunch with several of the uh, your members and just did Q&A and you know how things work and and what's going on uh, I know we're uh, trying to celebrate and recognize your 95 years of history which is indeed exemplary but I want you to know that after talking with your members today at lunch your future is just as bright as your past has been so yeah I want to uh, also say a special thanks to Rampur who is uh, uh, served as my aide for the day and running me around but the fun thing this afternoon was he took me out to the railroad cottages in Boomtown and uh, I got to go through the park and see what was actually done for the uh, for the centennial and, and that was uh, uh, it was terrific it was a nice walk in a, in a, in a gorgeous park whenever I visit a club I get on websites I look at uh, to find out what clubs are interested in and where their passions are and it was no different here when I looked in to see uh, the many things that this club is involved in, in in the community and Michael touched on them earlier as he went through and he gave a, a, a list of them there are almost 25 different areas of service that are being done and accomplished uh, in, uh, in in this club and one of the things that you know comes to mind, I think it was uh, past president Ned that started us off, and he mentioned that on the 95th anniversary, uh, the uh, element is diamond that you recognize. Ned, my suggestion is that the diamond in this conversation is Las Vegas Rotary Club. Yeah. This, this club has been a uh, supporter in other ways. We've talked a lot about the service projects and about how you're helping youth and working with youth uh, throughout, the, um, uh, throughout the area. But in addition, you've also been wonderful supporters of our Rotary Foundation. And we've been able to do some uh, terrific things there. This club has donated over the course of uh, your existence almost $1.6 million into the Rotary Foundation, which is absolutely incredible, and you deserve a round of applause for that. Thank you. What means more to me, though, as I love the foundation too, but what means uh, the most to me is when I look to see the level of participation within the club. A lot of times clubs raise money, but it might be 30 or 40% of the members that are doing it. Not so in this club. What's happening in this club is very close to 90 95% of your members are contributing every single year to make that work. That's worth celebrating. Good work on that one. Past President Rick King had a way of talking about communities, and he would try to compare communities that had Rotary Clubs and those that did not. And what Rick would say about communities that had Rotary Clubs was that there was less thirst, there was less hunger, there was less want. There was more hope, there was more life, and there was more peace. I can't think of a better descriptor of what Las Vegas Rotary Club has done over your past 95 years and what you have meant to this community. I step back 
for just a minute and I try to think for a minute about what this community would be like without you. And it would be significant. This Rotary Club has developed long and lasting service record of leadership in the community and the example that you have set for other Rotary Clubs in the area is exemplary. On behalf of President Ian Risley, the Rotary International Board of Directors, and the Rotary International Foundation trustees, I wish you a happy anniversary and congratulations on 95 years of exemplary successful service. Congratulations and well done, Las Vegas Rotary Club. Now, Michael asked me to help with some uh, recognition that we have, and I wondered if uh, we might have Lucy Parody, Stu Lipoff, Tony Kern, Jamie Goldsmith, Jackie Thornhill, and Dr. Randy Frost. Come forward, please. Dr. Randy Frost. Okay, we got them all. Uh, not just yet. One of the things we're trying to do this evening is to recognize some people who help make our organization work. Every single day, somewhere in the world, Rotarians are at work to help provide clean water, to help fight disease, to help work on things like literacy and peace. These projects are made possible because Rotarians like these and you have contributed to the Rotary Foundation. Tonight, we recognize them, each at a different level of recognition. The Paul Harris Fellow recognition is given for someone who's contributed $1,000 or it has been done on their behalf in their name to the Rotary Foundation. For each successive $1,000, a stone is added to the, uh, the pin. Tonight, we have the pleasure, and I'm going to read them through, and then Michael and I will present them. But for Lucy is a, a first Paul Harris Fellow. <laughs> Stu Lipoff, a Paul Harris Fellow. Tony Kern, Paul Harris Fellow plus one. Jamie Goldsmith and Jackie Thornhill, Paul Harris Fellow plus two. And Dr. Randy Frost, Paul Harris Fellow plus three. Please give these people a warm round of applause.
Thank you. Thank you, John, for that. And while, while that was being presented, we missed the opportunity. We had a special surprise, but unfortunately, we missed the opportunity. Lowry's was too quick on the draw. It is actually Laura Tiberti's birthday today. So will you join me in singing her happy birthday? Happy birthday. Laura. And as you all know, we also have our own local foundation. So I would now like to call to the front the president of our local Las Vegas Rotary Foundation, Larry Rouse. Larry, can you please make your way to the front? Thank you, President Michael. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Larry Rouse. I uh, had the uh, honor of being the president of the Las, Las Vegas Rotary Foundation this past year and served on the foundation with a, 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 an excellent group of uh, committed trustees for several years. Uh, we've been uh, thinking about an idea for quite some time, and I'm really happy that this is the year that we actually uh, had it come to fruition. And, and that idea was to figure out a way to honor contributors to the local Las Vegas Rotary Foundation in, in a way that's, that's different from the international, uh, but complementary. And, uh, and that's what we've done with the establishment of the uh, Tiberti Fellow Award. As, as uh, most of you know, Mr. Tiberti was a longtime member, uh, uh, contributor, and, and uh, 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 maybe not an initial founder, but he was uh, sort of the heart of the club. And, uh, and uh, what, we're what we've done is we've gone back uh, to the beginning of the, the time of the Las Vegas Rotary Foundation, 1998, which for us was the beginning of time. And, 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 ch and, uh, and everybody who has committed, or committed and contributed $1,000 to the Las Vegas Rotary Foundation is now a Tiberti Fellow. Uh, we're going to update that as, uh, on a quarterly basis. We're also going to honor smaller contributors. We'd like to uh, note that we, we accept any size of contribution. We're just trying to honor the, the folks who, who have uh, uh, given so much back to our, to our club. Uh, in the uh, in the roster, I'm sorry, uh, in the wheel that we have, uh, uh, we have a list of, of the 
uh, inaugural class of the Tiberti Fellows, and you all know who you are. Would you please stand up for right now? These folks are the heart and soul of our club. Please give them a hand. <laughs> Thank you, President Michael. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, and now I'd like to call to the front past president Steve Casey. It is Steve Casey, right, not Ned Phillips. I just want to know. It's, I'm calling Steve Casey to the front. Good evening. Um, I'm your closer. Um, <laughs> the, uh, it's, been, it's been pointed out that we are celebrating not two anniversaries, or not one, but two. Not only 95 years for the club, but 20 years for the Las Vegas Rotary Foundation. Um, and be not confused. This is our local foundation. It is not Rotary International Foundation. It is not Paul Harris. Um, and I'm, I'm talking about the good things about our foundation. That's not to disparage anything about Rotary International. You've heard about all the good things that they've done tonight. We can do a lot of good things as well. Um, there are four key points on the Las Vegas Rotary Foundation. We now have the icing on the cake that was put in the oven in 1998. What I mean by that is we now have distributions coming from the Las Vegas Rotary Foundation uh, every year. And to date, over the last seven years where we've made distributions, that amount has totaled over $340,000. I'd call that a goodly sum and a goodly start, but it's only going to get better. Um, the second key point of our foundation is that it will live forever. The trustees manage this according to the bylaws in perpetuity. So it will be there long after we're gone. Donations are tax deductible. We're a 501c3 uh, designated IRS organization. And the fourth item, which maybe a lot of people don't understand is that the club controls the spending of this distribution. Um, if you've ever watched, if you want to know what we do with those distributions, I don't know how many of you have seen the What We Do video that was done. It's a YouTube video. If you Google Las Vegas Rodeo, uh, Rodeo, Las Vegas Rotary, um, what we do, you will be able to see that video. It's been displayed at the clubs a number of times. And uh, you will, if, if you can watch that without getting a tear in your eye, I want to know about it. Um, the second thing that happened is that um, 
we established the mission statement for the Las Vegas Rotary Club. And that gave us our focus to teach youth to, to succeed through leadership, education, and uh, life skills development. And it's important to point out that the distributions from the Las Vegas Rotary Foundation, our club foundation, go for local projects only. They're designated for just local projects. Um, a lot of people have talked about the different things that this club does. Um, it's getting late, and I'm not sure I want to read this whole list, but they are, and I, I don't have a comprehensive list. There's no way that anybody could come up with a comprehensive list. But I've got probably 40, 45 organizations here. I think the key ones are the ones that deal with the youth, and most of these do deal with youth. We have four schools, Bracken, Beckley, Long, and Hollingsworth. We've got Spread the Word, Nevada. Um, oral history at UNLV was mentioned earlier today. We started that. Um, anyway, there are more than we could mention. Um, and I think it's appropriate that the 2017-18 year, the Rotary theme is Rotary Making a Difference. We're here tonight to celebrate a 95-year life for the Las Vegas Rotary Club. Making a difference is what makes that 95-year life significant and noteworthy. And who else do you know that looks better and is more active at 95? <clears throat> A club can only be what it does. Excuse me, a club can only be what its members do. We can become a greater club and do greater things as the foundation and the endowment grow. You have each put your fingerprint on this club and this foundation. Each is needed and uh, we can do more together than we can individually. Each is different in how, how much, and how often, whether we talk about time, talent, or treasure. If your, if your treasure is one of the hows, get my pages in the right order here, um, it would be something to think about to help contribute to generating, getting us up to that $2 million goal uh, we are very, very close, as, as has been mentioned earlier this evening. Consider the many ways, the variety of ways that you can donate to our endowment. The Heritage Society, where you can leave a legacy by giving a small percentage of your will or your estate, your 401k, those kinds of things. You can be a benefactor, which is a $5,000 donation, a one-time donation. You can be a J.A. Tiberti Fellow, which was mentioned earlier, and we're announcing the inaugural of that. You can also do memorials in the name of deceased uh, Rotarians. And you can designate the endowment fund on the annual uh, giving, uh, charitable giving pledge that you sign at the start of each year. And the other thing you can do is you can do it whenever the spirit moves you. Um, there have been any number of 
times when I've seen this club moved by the Spirit, as it were. Uh, it was mentioned earlier this evening about the October 1st um, event last year, and this, this club stepped up with some significant donations for the victims of that. Um, I was sitting at a table earlier this year, and we had a program by Katie Decker, Decker, and the person sitting next to me said, I like what she had to say. I want to make a donation. And so we worked out a deal to get him to make that donation through the foundation. Just a one-on-one -on -one thing. Um, and the other a few weeks ago, you'll remember the VR Kids program. Uh, the spirit definitely moved everybody in the in the club that day, and a number of sig significant donations were made to VR Kids. So I'm hoping maybe the Spirit will move you tonight. Those came, who came before us are the reason we're here for this 95, uh, 95, 95th anniversary. I think it's only appropriate that we pay it forward so that future generations of Rotarians and beyond can make a difference also. Thank you. Oh, forgot, forgot one piece of housekeeping. There are envelopes on your table, and if you'd like to make a donation, you can put it in there. There's a box around here somewhere where you can drop it. Sean has it. Thank you very much, and happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you, pa past President Steve. And to close, I would like to say something that past President Randy Donald, Randy, where are you? Randy, where are you? Something that he likes, that he likes to hear. Our club is not the best because we're the oldest. We're the oldest because we're the best. <laughs> so like I close every meeting this year, Rotary is like tennis, the one who serves best usually wins. Now go forth and make a difference. Thank you for joining us for another wonderful meeting of the Rotary Club of Las Vegas. If you're interested in membership or want to know more about our upcoming projects and speakers, please visit lasvegasrotary.com for more information. Now go forth and make a difference.